the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed. And the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM 560, The Answer. Well, 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 well. I am back in studio. I know you guys miss me. I know I, I know George Hoffdaddy missed me because he was supposed to be in studio last week. I know you miss me, George. I know you do. Yeah, that absolutely broke me that I didn't have to come in here. <laughs> I'm sure it did. Well, hey, you tune in to Black and Right on AM560 The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony. Uh, last week, hey guys, listen, I've been so busy recently uh, going out all over uh, um, Illinois speaking about the Trump campaign, making sure that we can get uh, President Trump reelected um, for this next four years. Uh, I've been literally all over the state, from the top to the bottom, almost the bottom of the state, just been everywhere. So um, last week, um, I had to take a little break. Uh, my body said, um, sit down. You're not going anywhere. <laughs> so uh, I'm, I'm excited to be back. I'm excited to have who I have in the, in the studio with us today. And, and I'll just say it this way. I'm, I'm going to go with his Twitter handle to introduce him. <laughs> I am Jay Shakur. Welcome to Black and Right. Thank you. Thank you, you happy? I'm glad to be here. Yes. Now, yes. now, now, now <clears throat> Jay, I mean, you're a young guy, but you've, You've done a lot of things so far already. I mean, you wrote a book, yes. Right, the race fetish is that what it was? is that the name of the yes. race fetish? Yes. Uh, you're also the director of Blexit Illinois. Mm-hmm. What don't you do? <laughs> you, you, you've, you've produced radio. I, I mean, have. What, what don't I you have. do? Um, I don't know what I don't do. I like to focus on what I'm good at and and hit and hit that out the park. Yeah. Um, but I am an author. I am. Uh, very much so into politics and political activism as it concerns yeah. uh, black conservative ideals and pushing that into the black community. So. Now, you, you're, you're from Illinois you're, yes. and Chicago. Yes, born and raised. Okay. I'm black. Mm-hmm. You black. Mm-hmm. You're from Chicago. I'm from Chicago. Mm-hmm. How did you get involved in the conservative circles? Um. It started for me at a young age, like 13, 14. Whoa, look at you, um, CJ Pearson. <laughs> <laughs> but I wasn't as vocal. It was just something I internalized. Um, watching the politics of the day on a local scale as well as on a national scale, I've always held conservative values and conservative viewpoints uh, based off of my Christian background. However, um, putting it into the public square didn't happen until probably uh senior year of high school yeah. and then going into college. So, Wow. Look at you, man. So let's talk about race fetish. What, what, okay. Why did you write the book? I wrote the book because I, I've noticed, um, and it's not a, a thesis or an, or an idea that I'm, I'm, I came up with. I, I, I don't own the idea. But I noticed um, this, what now I know, to know what I term as a, a almost religious obsession with the race that yeah. progressives have. Yeah. Um, it's unhealthy. 
um, and it distracts from real issues. You know, uh, progressives, black or white, typically Democrat or Republican, Democrat or Republican, um, typically use race as a scapegoat to undercut or to overlook their policies, their failed policies or positions. Um, we we use race in the modern times, and we ignore things like abortion, uh, mm-hmm. the destruction of the nuclear family, uh, crime, and inner city violence. You know, generational poverty. Exactly. Yeah. Um, educational opportunity, school choice. Okay. So we 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 have all these issues, but race has become like a scapegoat for many, and it's a religious obsession. If you do not bow your knee at the altar of wokeness, oh, oh, um, uh, you're looked at as a heretic, or at 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 best, you know, a bigot at worst. A white supremacist. And and, I've been called that, although I'm black. And, and Neil part- before <laughs> there it is, Neil. <laughs> and, and I'm sure you've been called the coon, the Uncle Tom. Yes, of course. But I, I, I always tell people when they call me Uncle Tom, please continue, because <laughs> you show your stupidity and ignorance because you don't know even know who Uncle Tom was. He was the hero. He was a hero. Yeah. So please c- continue, cause, yeah. because because um, I, I do believe that the conservative thought, the conservative ideology, I do believe capitalism mm-hmm. is what can save Black America. That's just me. I do. I think no other economic ideology, economic stance, or position has lifted more people out of poverty in such a short period of time. Yeah. Um, our nation itself is two hundred and two hundred and thirty odd years old, and yet. In that time, we are the richest and wealthiest nation. There are streets in London older than America. Uh-oh. And yet we have garnered so much wealth to be the, the superpower. Right. That's capitalism. That's right. not socialism. Right. Um, mentioned uh, uh, Uncle Tom. Then, you know, the real story of Uncle Tom is Josiah Henson, who, who before there was an established underground railroad, freed many slaves, right. established a school in Canada, and was a pioneer for a lot of the things that, you, that we – that we cherish. Today. Why do you think is is this done intentionally? Why did why do you think so many Black Americans don't know this? Because I, I engage in these conversations mm-hmm. with Black Americans, and they're like, "That's a lie." Mm-hmm. I, I, <laughs> what, what what is the disconnect? Um, I think a base of it is ignorance, and ignorance to the sense of not knowing the facts, not knowing truth, um, and when you engage with facts. Uh, there's a level, I think, of, and I'm not a psychologist or thing, but there's a level of cognitive dissonance that that kicks in, and and the confirmation bias, if if it's not being fulfilled, they yeah. automatically write it off. So, like Q, look what happened yeah. to Q. Yeah, you know, I thought that was a perfect example yeah. of what happens when you go against the established status quo, particularly the liberal, particularly uh, the liberal left, the, the left, the left, yeah, um, progressive. When you go against what they think you should think, um, they demonize you, villainize you. When Ice Cube, I'm pretty sure we disagree on a lot. Yeah. He simply wants better for black America. He, he wants a seat at the table. Yeah. What's wrong with have, wanting to have a seat at the table? Exactly. Cause, because when you look, I mean, and, and, and we're in Chicago. Mm-hmm. I've been to Philly. I've been to Oakland. I've been to uh, Compton. I've been to, uh, um, what's the L.A.? Um, uh, Long Beach before mm-hmm. it, it, it gentrified. But I've been to a lot of these cities, and there's a common thread with it. Destruction in black America. Mm-hmm. So w- when, when you want to go and say, hey, and he's like he said, he never told anybody Ice Cube. He never told anybody who to vote for. He said he went to the Trump campaign. He went to the Biden campaign. Mm-hmm. Trump campaign said, hey, let's talk. Biden's campaign said, let's talk after the election. Mm-hmm. What the heck? Yeah. I yeah. mean, what, what do you expect the that's man to what, do? That's what we've seen consistent, consistently with the left, with Democrats, 
Um, we've seen them consistently promise, give uh, these false notions of hope, and then never deliver. And yet uh, they still expect our vote. Right. It's a and we give them our vote. Yeah. Yeah. We will. Consistently. Yeah. yeah. You know, and I think that's I think that's going to change this election. I do. I think it's going to shock a lot of people. Yeah, I don't think yeah. that ninety five plus black vote to the Democrat Party is something we're going to see mm-hmm. this election. Your yeah. thoughts? Um, I agree. We didn't even see it with Hillary Clinton. She, I believe, you know, typically the the, the Democratic candidate gets ninety plus percent. <clears throat> ninety five plus. Yeah. Um, she got eighty eight percent. That was Hillary Clinton. Um, <laughs> you cannot tell me. Um, even though, obviously, I don't agree with her politics, she was, I, could, I would say, more popular and had more enthusiasm behind her than the current candidate, Joe yeah. Biden. Yeah. And so with that, she only got 88%. I think we're going to see uh, around uh, a lower than that with, with this, in this presidential election. Uh, I'm, I'm leaning 15, 20%. Yeah, I think so. That um, Donald Trump walks away. And he gets 15 to 20%. Of the black vote. Mm-hmm. He gets anywhere of upwards of 25 plus percent of the Hispanic vote, which mm-hmm. I think he's going to get a lot of the Hispanic I vote, do. too. Um, Council Christmas. <laughs> Donald Trump is the next. next <laughs> he's reelected as, as the 40, as 46th president of the United States of America. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and w- totally what does that do for black America? Uh, I think it. I think it does a lot contrary to popular belief and what uh, uh, woke culture has has taught us you know donald trump himself did not become a racist until 2015 yeah uh he i don't know how he became a racist overnight but he right. obviously did it yeah. uh we loved him he was part of our culture he was you know he was the guy right he was on all our shows and our music and our rap songs um but i think you'll see a continuation of things under trump that that shockingly you did not see under obama opportunity zones funding for hbcus um historic economic gains in the black community. We talk about the yeah. wealth gap and bridging that gap. Well, we were seeing that pre-COVID-19. And you're not voting for Joe Biden, right? No, not You're black? Yes. I'm not voting for Joe Biden. I'm black. <laughs> so what does that say? What did Joe Biden say According about to Joe that? Biden, I'm not black. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's why woke people call me a white supremacist. Hop Daddy made a very good point, and he said Hillary has far fewer past racial remarks on her record. She got 88% of the vote. Mm-hmm. She has far fewer past racial remarks. I mean, Joe Biden... If this is any other, if this is any other race, mm-hmm. and didn't have the media in his pocket, Joe Biden will be will get trounced by twenty thirty percentage points. Yes. Because when you look at a lot of the stuff, because if 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 half of what, just just one thing of what Joe Biden has said, if this was in Donald Trump's past, he'd be over, he'd be yes. finished. Yes, but not so. Yes, if if Donald Trump had uh, coddled and and were friends and mentored by kkk members he would be done yeah you know it would be over with but that's my man my man i am jay shakura go follow him over at twitter follow me at twitter hey guys we got a boat cruise coming up uh, you you guys gotta go purchase tickets 560theanswer.com slash cruise i want to see you there go to the facebook page get those tickets you listening in the black and right we'll be right back back to black and right with john anthony on am560 the answer. Welcome back to Black and Right on AM560 The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with my man, I am Jay Shakur. He's the director of Illinois Blexit. He's also written a book, The Race Fetish. Man, you, you I mean, you are, are, are something else, my man. And <laughs> and you did all this in deep blue Chicago. I did. <laughs> um, I did. <laughs> but, you know, as I told you, you know, you and I did a, a clip before the show. 
on um, Facebook, mm-hmm. and it's election season, mm-hmm. and I want to make sure that the people have choices. Definitely. So many times, especially in Illinois, you you go to you go and you look um, next to if there's an R, there's no D. If there's a D, there's no R. Mm-hmm. There's really never no any choices. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to let people know that there are choices in this election, mm-hmm. and. You know, it's 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 amazing how sometimes we forget about the down ballot races, or we forget about the people that are work that are running for offices like uh, cir- circuit court clerk. These are some very important positions, and yes. I think I, th- I think especially during COVID, we've really learned just how much important the races are concerning uh, local elections, right? Exactly. So I wanted to invite my friend Chris, and and, and I'm a butcher of names. And, and I told Frankie and Danny, who, who connected me with my buddy Chris, Catcherubis. Uh, I got it, baby. Kiss Chris Catcherubis. Welcome to Black and Right. You know what, John? Thank you. What a wonderful. You know, you did that very, very well. I got to tell you, <laughs> there, are, there are a lot of times that people butcher that. There were so many times they butchered my name so bad one time at a wrestling tournament <laughs> that I was nearly disqualified when they called my name to go to the mat. They nearly disqualified because I didn't know what the guy was saying. Right. And it wasn't my name. That right. was for sure. Now, Chris, <laughs> as you know, COVID has really been something else that's I think a lot more people have are, are paying attention to the local races. Why should the people send you back as circuit court, circuit court clerk in DuPage County? It's a great question. Okay, and you know what the the the, the 18th judicial, which is where I'm clerk of the circuit court, is the second largest circuit in the state of Illinois. Yes, um, and and we know what the first one is, obviously Cook County. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we do it better and we do it right um, in, in, in DuPage County. What we look at, and that is the critical nature of one, DuPage County never, never closed. Okay, there were never appointments made. There were never, you know, situations where we looked at it and said, hey, we can shut these doors. The reason we did this is we kept those doors open because people like, in, especially during COVID, there were, um, you know, orders of protection, emergency orders yeah. that needed to be filed. OK, and we were standing on the wall. We were standing on, you know, in that office prepared to handle all of those. Wait, hey, Just Chris, like, Chris, Chris, are yes. you telling me that there were counties that closed? There were counties that closed their courthouse because and I was only cautionary mm-hmm. um, and or you made appointments. OK, we never did. The 18th Judicial was you could walk in at any time, especially with an emergency filing. Okay. And, and, you know, and, and given during the COVID there, you know, we, we witnessed it and it's still happening a lot of domestic violence. Okay. And we had issues where people were out of work, lost, you know, their economic uh, uh, means. And, you know, there's a lot of tension. Well, sometimes um, that grows into a problem where the court needs to, you know, step in. Right. So our office, um, and we developed this, John, I, I want you to understand, the 18th Judicial created years ago the first and only web-based program that a person could file an online uh, order of protection, meaning that they could do it from their home, covertly all right wow and uh, yeah and the process would not be allowed to reside on their computer right so at the end of it so that person the petitioner 
could then they would get a number and they and then that would uh, the information would uh, uh, be gone right. okay from their computer they would come to my office they would show that 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 number and then we would start the process for them to the point sounds like where efficiency they could, chris it sounds like a lot of efficiency uh, there uh, but you know what? It, but it also protected yeah. that petitioner, that woman or man or whomever it might be. That, that it protected them, okay? And they could come in, and especially when there might be guns involved right. and restraining orders and things like that. And now you look at that. And when they got to our office, we would go over it with them. We would send them to family shelter if they needed a third party to review it with them. Come back down. And that electronically would show up on the second floor in domestic. They would go to the head of the class. No matter what else was going on, that person would go immediately to the head of the class because we would send it up electronically to the judge. And the judge would then do the petition. And then that meant that person was expedited, maybe potentially out of harm's way at a much more rapid rate than than anybody else. Now, Chris, now, Chris, now we're in the last throngs of of, of the campaign season. Where can people go help? Because I want to get Judge McCluskey in here before we go to break. Where where can people go? Where can people go to help? Uh, Are you phone banking? Uh, You have a website or anything where people can reach out to you? They can at, at catch22.org, K-A-T-C-H-2-2 dot org. And, and, and Judge McCluskey, what an outstanding jurist from the 18th Circuit. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm very proud to serve with him. See why um, I connected so, you two, right? That's, that's why I yeah, wanted you both and, on the show this yeah. week. Well, he is, he's a great judge, and he was a great attorney, but he's an even better judge. Well, Chris Katarubis, thanks so much for joining Black and Right. And please, guys, go out and vote. Chris Cacharubis, uh, Circuit Court Clerk for DuPage County. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you, John. Very All right. Much. And, you know, he spoke highly of Jim McCluskey, and uh, I, I want to just welcome right away. Hey, J- hey, Judge McCluskey, how are you doing? Hey, thank you, Mr. Anthony. Hey, I'm not uh, following I'm you. Fine. I'm not following you. I promise you I'm not following you. <laughs> we find, <laughs> we're finding ourselves I, in some of the same rooms, right? <laughs> I know, I know. I just saw you two days ago. I know, at Jeannie's uh, event. It was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I, tell you, I, I can't say enough about Chris Gatcharubis and yes. the job he's doing. He really works well with the judiciary. He has fantastic clerks, and you can tell his group. I think he, he takes care of about 175 clerks uh, who are under his command, and they are wow. doing an excellent job. And they work well with the judiciary. And uh, so I can't really say enough about him. He was a good high school wrestler because I was one with him <laughs> at, during the time. He was in high school, and I was a couple of years. But, but uh, so, Judge, yeah. Judge you're, you're yeah. running. You're, you, right now, you're in the eviction court, correct? Uh, I'm the eviction judge, but I also handle any case under fifty thousand, and I also do marriages, and I also are handling bond court. So, yeah. the associate judges, that's their job. They do about four different things. So. Yeah. So when, uh, when, I, when I posted I that when I posted that you were joining the show, I had so many people send me private messages talking, just speaking to your integrity and your character. I mean, it speaks a lot when and in these and some of these people were people who were um, probably different party from you, but they still uh, respected you and had just they, they spoke highly of your integrity and character. And I mean, just I've I've gotten to know you over the last couple of years, um, and I and you and Janice and I, you guys are just amazing. But let, talk talk. Talk to the people. Why? Why should the people? Why should you be retained as the 18th um, Circuit? Right, you're the 18th, right? Yes, yeah. right. I'm right. I'm in. I'm in DuPage County. 
Uh, I've had a lot of experience. I practiced law for 39 years. I went on the bench. Uh, I'm the oldest judge. I'm the senior citizen judge. I've been on there for two and a half years. But I've had the opportunity of handling almost every type of case that you would handle in the circuit court as a lawyer. Now, right. as a judge, I'm sympathize I'm, I, uh, with the lawyers, the parties that come up in front of me. And I think the key is I've learned to respect people for practicing law for 39 years and then on the bench now for two and a half years yeah. and respect Respect and temperament is what makes a good jurist, yeah. and uh, that's what I strive to do. I give everybody an opportunity to be heard. I don't interrupt them. A judge has to be a good listener. Yes. You're not an advocate anymore. Right. And a good listener and to be fair to both sides. That's what I try to do every day. And that's what I've always loved about you. And I'll say the same thing that I asked Chris. Uh, is there a place where people in the last throes of this election, is there a place where people can go and, and, and give you some help? Because... Um, anybody that's running for office, it's a, it's a tough job. And sometimes that, that help, you know, that last minute help pushes you over the finish line. Where can people find you? Uh, Jim for judge.com. Jim, oh, Jim that's for easy. judge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jim for judge.com. Or they could email me at McCluskey for judge at gmail.com. All right. Judge McCluskey. Thanks so much for joining black and right. You are the best. Thank you, John. Thank right, you sir. very much. Wow. Hey, guys, guess what? Join us October 24th. We'll be live on Lake Michigan. My friends Angela and Joe, Free Spirit Cruise Yacht, Free Spirit Yacht Cruises has allowed us to use their yacht to go out on the boat. Go to 560theanswer.com slash cruise. Get your ticket today. Join us out on live on Lake Michigan. You listen to Black and Right. We'll be right back. We now return to Black and Right on AM560, The Answer. Here's John Anthony. Okay, George, I won't do it no more. <laughs> Welcome back to Black and Right on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony. George, when you're here, I can't sing. I like to, I like to go with the flow of the music and sing. And You could have left when you're here off of that sentence. And it's the- <laughs> <laughs> Just don't sing. <laughs> Guys, we're having a great time. I'm here sitting with my guest co-host today, Jay Shakur. If you're uh, on Twitter, am I saying that right, Jay Shakur? Yes, that's Shakur. fine. Yes. No, that's fine. That means I didn't say it right. <laughs> it's Shakur. Shakur. Like Tupac. Like Tupac Shakur. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, my mom was a big Tupac fan. Is still a big Tupac fan. So that's you related? Why. No, I wish. Hey, go follow I'm him I'm born a day before him, though. What? Yeah. June, his birthday is June 16th minus June 15th. Uh, I am Jay Shakur. Go follow Shakur. Tupac Shakur. Yes. Tupac, that's your nickname. You Tupac now. You're okay. my guest co-host, Tupac. So, so as you know, I, as I'm, I've, I told you before the break, we're, you know, it's election season. Um, I was speaking at an event at, at, let me get this right, three-headed, at a three-headed eagle form, and I believe I was in St. Charles the other night. Mm-hmm. And anytime I hear, you know, people that are running for office, uh, especially state rep, because, you know, I served as a state representative in Springfield. I listen because I want to listen to what they're saying. And most of the most of the time, people that are running for office, they get up and they get up there and, hey, I'm such and such. I'm running for office. And, and they stay too long. Mm-hmm. Our next guest, she got up there. She said what, who she was. 
what she's going to do when she when she when she's elected. She didn't. She was very confident mm-hmm. to go down to fight for the people in the 49th legislative district. Um, she's a real estate appraiser. She's a North Aurora trustee, wife and mother. And listen to this. I love this tagline. Laura is fighting to save our homes from high property taxes. Vote Laura in 2020. I love that. Laura part. Curtis, welcome <laughs> to Black and Right. Hey, John. Thanks for having me. Uh, I mean, because you, you, when, when I saw how 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 quick you got up there and and still made an impact with what you spoke, I had to get up and say, "Hey, you want to come on the show? Get some airtime. You got it. Definitely. You were that. You were just that good and that and that. Well, I think you had what three to five minutes of speak time. Right? Yeah, yeah, and I think I had three to five diet cokes, which gave <laughs> that, that that energy as well. <laughs> So, Laura, so why should the people of the 49th Legislative District vote you as their next state representative? Because the taxes are too darn high, John. Mm. Uh, you know, Ooh. the corruption is too rampant. And, you know, we can keep voting the same way we've been voting and get the same results. Or we could send somebody down there who has a track record of, first of all, doing what she says she's going to do. Um, you know, I, I believe in term limits. And when I got elected to the North Aurora Village Board, I said, I'm just doing three terms and I'm done. Yeah. I got elected to my third term in 2018 and I'm done. I'm moving on. And, you know, that's going to be one of the biggest changes, I think, uh, to get rid of our culture of corruption is, mm-hmm. you know, you, everybody's got to have an expiration date. Ooh, love it. So, so Laura, I, I, I just gave your background, some of your background. Um, when you look at the very thin-veiled background of your opponent, how does that compare with, 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 to the voters? And what are the voters saying about... Because, you know, it's, it's so funny. It, I, I want to play this ad before. I want to play this because I'm starting to get really sick and tired of hearing these type of things played over the airs. Some folks in Washington and Springfield want to take away coverage from everyday people with pre-existing mm. conditions. I'll take on the insurance lobby to stop them, protect coverage, and end double-digit premium increases. Mara Hershauer for state representative. In Springfield, I'll fight for you as hard as I fought for Teddy. Okay, Laura, you're running for what position again? State rep. State of Illinois, not president. You said said state (laughs) of Illinois, correct? That's right. You're not running for a congressional seat, correct? That's correct. You have no vote, no say on what happens in health care in the state of Illinois down in Springfield, correct? That is correct. And I did my homework, and there is currently no bill pending in the House or the Senate that is proposing oh. any changes to pre-existing condition coverage. I, that's amazing. I, I, was ta- I was on a panel this week, and one of the biggest um, misconceptions was exactly that ad. As if they, you know, they they paired at those talking points, as if there's legislation pending and any and everything. Um, I want to I want to ask you about the fair tax, um, and and what Governor Prisker is is wanting to do. What what has been your response being out there with the people, being out there with those you wish to soon represent? What has been their response to this fair tax? Well, when I'm out there knocking on doors, um, when we do talk about. Uh, when I ask them, what are, what are some of your concerns? Everybody, almost 99% of the people say taxes. Mm-hmm. And they're usually referring to property taxes. Um, but the conversations that I have talked to people in regards to the fair tax, they you know most of them think it's a bad idea. And those who do think it is a good idea, when I explain to them that 
uh, you know, we had a tax increase in 2011. We had a tax increase in 2017. Yes. That was going to fix our pension problem. Yep. That was going to plug the hole. And it didn't happen. And now they want to take a constitutional protection and they want to take away that protection from the taxpayers. And I said, you know, both both parties in Illinois want to change the Constitution. One wants to change it to take away tax protections, to take more taxpayer money. Yeah. When, when we don't have a taxing problem, we don't have a revenue no. problem, we have a spending problem. The other Sorry. party, and, and I give them this dichotomy, I say the other party wants to change the Constitution to change to change what our biggest problem is, which is runaway pensions. So you have one party wanting to have a constitutional amendment to take more of your money, and the other one wanting a constitutional amendment to enact real change to save our taxpayers' money. And when you when you talk to people and explain it in that the you know black and white terms, you you'll, you can almost see the light bulb go on. And, and, and Laura, how how does that relate? And because I think there's a correlation between the, a lot of that that happens in corruption. And and one of the things that I, I see that's one of your platforms is you want to go down there and root out the corruption that's happening in Springfield and in the state of Illinois. Yeah, and and so what I t- tell people is, you know, we have three problems. We've got corruption, we've got taxes, and we've got pensions. There is one way we can address all three of those, and, and I'm sure you know we have almost 7,000 local units of government in Illinois. Yes. When I'm in Springfield, I want to propose legislation that we take a look at every single one of those and get rid of redundancies. The less government we have, the less opportunity for corruption, the less pension payouts we'll have which ultimately is going to lead to a reduction in taxes for our yeah. residents. Hey, Laura, can you hold the hold line over the break? I want Because I'm sure uh, Jay Shakur, Tupac over here, has another question <laughs> for you. So if you can hold the line, we'll yeah, come sure. back. Um, hey, you're listening to Black and Right on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, with my guest co-host, Jay Shakur. We're talking with Laura Curtis, who's running for state representative in the 49th Legislative District. We'll be right back. And right continues on AM five sixty. Once again, here's John Anthony. Welcome back to Black and Right on AM five sixty. The answer. I'm your host, John Anthony. I am. I'm. I'm. I'm alive now. I feel my energy coming in, and you know, I feel like I'm back in the at the mic and getting stronger and stronger as we go. Right? Yes. <laughs> you ain't black. Oh, George with the hit. Um, I'm joined in the studio by my main man. Tupac Shakur, I mean, um, Jay Shakur. <laughs> Follow him at I am Jay Shakur over at, on Twitter. Uh, before the break, we were talking with um, candidate for the 49th State Legislative District, Laura Curtis. Uh, Laura, uh, welcome back. I, I'm, I, we, we have to make sure, if, if you're listening and you reside in the 49th Legislative District, to those of you who may be listening, this is Mike Fortner's old seat. Mike Fortner is the former state representative. Go out and vote, come out and help uh, Laura, come, just just take this over the finish line so that we can send Laura Curtis to the Illinois General Assembly. Yes, uh, I have a general, a general question. As a candidate running for public office and having represented people before, as you mentioned, and you're not, you believe in term limits, and I'm 100% there with you, um, what do you think is the biggest misconception about you and what and 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 how you're perceived, and how would you like to correct that? Oh, good question. Well, I mean, um, if you've seen the ads, apparently I'm hazardous to your health. <laughs> yes, I've seen it. every person. So, and 
Yeah, and you know, and it's it's just getting a little bit crazy. Look, I'm trying to run a campaign with honesty and integrity. Yes. Um, and you know, you see all these pieces of mail going out that I'm gonna I'm gonna put an end to Meals on Wheels. I'm gonna kick senior citizens out of their homes. I'm gonna you know take away coverage for pre-existing conditions. And and the funny thing is, a lot of these issues are things, as John mentioned, that aren't even dealt with at the state level. Right. Um, I, I have a pre-existing condition. I have I have a heart condition called mitral valve prolapse. So for me, pre-existing conditions is a huge issue. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so so when you see these things that are going out and these smear ads, you know, I'm just trying to um, I'm trying to run an honest campaign. So you know, I'm not trying to take away anybody's medical insurance. I'm not trying to. Um, you know, end meals on wheels and all this other stuff. In fact, if you take a look at my record, you know, I've been on the Village of North Aurora board as a trustee since 2011. And when you take a look at what we've done on the board, we've always, every decision we've made is, is this going to, and every dollar we spend, is this going to help our residents? Are they going to get the biggest bang for this dollar? Is it Mm -hmm. necessary? You know, we, We've always tried to, as a trustee, I've always tried to invest in my community, right. not deplete my, not deplete my community, and you know that that's going to be my philosophy going forward. Right. I am so, taking mm-hmm. money that does not belong with, to me, Uh-oh. and I need to figure out how to spend it wisely. Are you going to reject the pension? Are you going to reject the pension? Yes, I don't no. think anyone should have a pension for a part-time job. Amen. You know, and, and here's the other thing: when you take a look at the difference between me and my opponent. Now, you know, she seems like a nice enough lady, um, but she doesn't have any experience. And keep in mind, this is a two-year term. We're elected for only two years. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, when I get elected, I get sworn in in January. And then in September, I need to start getting signatures Yes, again. we do. So this, this is a two-year term. So we need somebody that's got a little bit of experience who's not going to take one year out of two right. to, to get acclimated to the position. Hey, Laura. So, hey, Laura. What, what can yeah. people find you if, if, if people want to, you know, help you out they want to come and you know make calls so you can yeah you can find me on facebook laura curtis 49th uh on facebook or you can go to curtis with a c curtis for rep.com all right and you know right now i mean anybody has any questions i am you know send me an email send me a pm and i guarantee i'll get back to you asap there you have it candidate for the 49th um district thank you laura curtis thanks so much for joining black and right you're the best go laura go thank you we're rooting for you here. Hey, you're listening to Black and Right on AM560 Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, in studio with my boy Tupac Shakur. We'll be right back. <laughs> it's the show the mainstream media doesn't want you to know about. It's Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560 The Answer. Welcome back. Welcome back to Black and Right on AM560 The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony. Live in studio with my good friend Tupac Shakur. I mean Jay Shakur. <laughs> Follow him at I am Jay Shakur. Um, that was a great question you posed to Laura Curtis. Definitely, it I, really was. Yeah, I uh, like to hear what people, you know, what's what they have gotten, what people have gotten wrong about them. Yeah, and I like to give them a chance to correct the record. It's yeah. only fair. It's yeah, only because fair. people do do that. Yeah. You know, but you know, you you when, when I told you when I, I said, hey man, I want you to come in studio. You know, join me on mm-hmm. the show. You added a guest who I've been following. I mean, every time I see him, you know who he reminds me of sometimes? John the Baptist. I can see that. Because, I mean, he's bold. He is. He doesn't hold back. Mm -hmm. He's out there. He's everywhere. 
and I hear right now he's in Georgia, right? I think. I, I don't know. He may be <laughs> I somewhere. Mean, I don't know. I know he, he attended the Blexit event he did. Um, with Candace and Turning Point with mm-hmm. Charlie Kirk. Uh, mm-hmm. Ricky Castor, welcome to Black and Right, my brother. God bless you. God bless you both of you, man. I appreciate being here. I really think you are John the Baptist, my friend. I think you are the reincarnation of John the Baptist. <laughs> That's not the first time I've heard that, but you know we're we're in the trenches. We're we're everywhere as the Lord would have us to be. Uh, we're trying to preach in every street corner in every city. That's amazing. I've so I've followed you on social media for a while. We haven't really interacted. Um, I noticed I'm the state director for Blexit, Illinois. I noticed that you were at at uh, Blexit Black Backs the Blue rally in D.C. How was that experience? How was that for you? What is your biggest reflection or takeaway from that event? Oh, it um. It um, it was actually it was it was really good. It was really really good. I, I like to see people um, out and uh, promoting that which is right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you know, and when the beginning of this stuff, uh, it was just a lot of things, a lot of narratives that the left was pushing, and um, I was kind of afraid for a lot of, uh, especially um, the minorities, uh, to see if they was actually given into it. Because in reality, you know, because of social media kept pushing of uh, the death of young black men, you know, and mm-hmm. the only thing they showed was the death from a white police officer. And so for a while I got caught up, you know, for a while I got caught up, you know, I was, I started talking to my sons and saying, Hey, y'all don't go nowhere by yourself. And, you know, I, I was afraid. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I really realized, you know, living in Chicago and living in the hood and, you know, doing the things I was doing, I realized that this is really a false narrative. Um, and, you know, a lot of things that are going on, if you just research it, we understand that, you know, the Democrats are really pushing some really crazy, crazy, crazy stuff. So and, the blessed man was really a blessing. And, and, and Ricky, really- Ricky, um, Jay and I, we were, we were here t- in the beginning of the show. We were talking about this, mm-hmm. about just how so many people, especially believers, people who profess Christ, how they, they hate this president so much. That they're blind, they're, and, and, and this isn't about Joe, I mean um, Biden or, or Trump, but speak to that how because you've you've been around it, you're out there preaching to these groups, the, the Antifa's, yes. the Black Lives Matter. I've seen you, and I've seen you do it relentlessly. You, you're not afraid, you're not scared. At least you don't show it if you are. But but speak to that as a believer. How 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 so? How is that so? Well, yeah. It, it always vexed me to hear, especially some of the black churches, talk so evil and so, you know, so bad about the president. You know, in, in, the, in the scriptures, we, we're always taught to pray for leadership. We're always taught to, you know, this, this is something exactly. that we're taught to pray for leadership. Mm-hmm. And um, it disappointed me to, to hear them talk so bad about the president, yet they want prayer for themselves. They're leaders, yes. but they don't want to pray for their own leaders. <laughs> So, um, you know, I've always looking, looked at, I don't believe, you know, I, I back the president, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, do I believe that he's perfect? Absolutely not. Do I believe that he says everything right? No. Um, but I've always kind of pictured him through other conversations, like like as a Nebuchadnezzar. Not calling mm-hmm. him that. I always call him Cyrus. Yeah. What do you think? Cyrus, oh, Go ahead. Oh, yeah. Well, with Nebuchadnezzar was a servant of God. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He was a servant of God, and even a prophet warned the people, saying, listen, you need to obey, you need to come into subjection, mm-hmm. and um, he was a servant of God. Hey, hey um, Ricky, Ricky, we, we don't have that much time, but where can people, like, 
because I know you, you you're always looking for people to help you. Do you have a website? Um, any, any social media followings where people can find you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, um, my name is Ricky Caster. I got a regular page, pretty full of Ricky Caster. Another page, Ricky E. Caster Jr. Um, I'm on YouTube. Just type in Ricky Caster. I'm on um, IG at Caster Ricky. Um, um, yeah, at Caster Ricky. Right. C-A-E-R-R-I-C-K-E-Y. Thank you, Ricky Caster. Thanks so much for joining Black and Right. Hey, hour two coming up. You listen to Black and Right with John Anthony. We'll be right back. to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed and the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back to Hour 2 of Black and Right. This is the hour where we're going to shake that liberal tree to see what nut falls out of it. (laughs) We're going to push back against the monopolization of language for political gain and purposes by the left and progressives who are destroying this country unilaterally and single-handedly. And that's one of the reasons why I'm so great we have a president who's fearless and pushes back in Donald J. Trump. Refreshing. I'm John Anthony, your host. Sitting in studio live with Tupac Shakur. I mean, <laughs> come I on, give, man. I give nicknames. I give nicknames on this show. So you come in, you come sit in that seat. You gonna get a nickname. You Tupac. You Tupac Shakur. Great nickname. Uh, no, my man Jay Shakur. Uh, follow him on Twitter at at, at I am Jay Shakur. I, I I despise you, Golf Daddy. <laughs> don't make me Wait, laugh. You don't like my three pocket. I do. <laughs> don't make me laugh, man. I'm trying to get serious through this. Uh, what do you think of the first hour? It was amazing, informative. Uh, I learned a lot. Um, amazing first hour. Yeah, yeah. So you, you, you're gonna come October 24th on the boat? You know, we doing a. I'm doing a show live on Lake Michigan, October 24th. That's a Saturday. Same same type of day. Okay. Saturday. I, I'm trying. I think I may be. Tickets in, are forty bucks. I think I may be in Houston. Yeah. Oh, look at you. I think you. I think you're not telling me the truth. No, I think I am. Uh, but I don't. Know. I'll double check. Yeah. Okay. I wouldn't mind being there. Yeah, I'm I'm so happy with my buddies, you know, Steve, Stephen Tucker, Stride Strategies, and all these guys helping mm-hmm. us put this boat cruise on. Uh, we're going to be live on Lake Michigan. Uh, Angela and Joe, uh, who, who are the owners of Free Spirit Cruise, Free Spirit Yacht Cruises, mm-hmm. um, out there. They're going to pull out of Burnham Burnham Harbor, uh, twelve o'clock. Uh, the show's going to be twelve to three, and I'm excited about doing it. It's going to be an amazing time live. And we're going to do a lot. Basically, it's going to be, I'm going to be building the case for Trump. Okay. October 24th. Go buy your tickets, 560theanswer.com slash cruise. Get those tickets. Uh, they're only 40 bucks. And let's have a good time. Right? Except yes. you're going to be in Houston. No, I, I think I am. If I'm not, I'll be there. You guys hear that? He says he <laughs> thinks now. I think I will. I'm not sure. Sorry. <laughs> you know, keeping with what I what I've done in the first hour, uh, I've been trying to give people who are running for office because I know what it's like. I, I ran for a state representative, mm-hmm. and sometimes you just need somebody to, to allow you to give to give you a platform to produce your message of what you're trying to get out. Mm-hmm. Uh, our next guest is he's running for the 76th legislative district. Uh, 79th, sorry, 76. Yeah, he's he's 76. He's the, yeah. I, I was in the 75th. 
Uh, currently, it's occupied by a Democrat in the 76th Legislative District. Uh, it's a huge energy district, the 75th, 76th, and it's the 38th Senatorial District. Travis Breeden, welcome to Black and Right. Good afternoon. How are you guys doing? I'm doing well. Well, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna pose the same question I posed to Laura Curtis. Why should the people of the 76th Legislative District send Travis Breeden to Springfield to represent them? Because I'm going to be a strong voice for for the citizens of the 76th District. Um, I'm a conservative Republican. I'm principles before party. Um, HRO, the House Republican Republican organization, they know this. That's you know they they're not backing me because they know I'm not going to be a party puppet because. We got too too many elected officials down in Springfield, especially on the Democratic side. They follow, you know, Madigan's marching orders, and I'm not going to follow the Republican marching orders because mm-hmm. the, the people in this district need somebody that's going to go down there and represent them. How, how I asked this question to Laura Curtis in the last hour. I want to ask it to you. Um, what have people misconstrued about you? What is it that you think? the misconception, public misconception has been, and would you like to correct anything on the record? Oh, yeah. The, the Democrats, uh, you know, my opponent, Lance Yednock and Madigan, they're they're spewing these horrible lies out against me. Um, you know, that I don't care about the high cost of health care. Um, you know, right. I, I don't care about the high cost of prescription drugs. And, you know, the Chicago area uh, listeners have probably seen these TV ads about me. Um, yeah. And, 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 and you know, I don't know why these TV ads are being played in the Chicago area because you know <laughs> the seventy six district is a ways away from you know you know the Chicago. Well, Chicago the Chicago land. market. Oh. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey Travis. Hey, hey, here's yep. a question, though. Here's a question, right? Because yep. uh, uh, Jerry Long was the last person that sat in that seat, the Republican, right? Yep. So, what's the platform? What are you running on to get the people? to say, I want to vote for Travis Breeden? Because we already know what the, 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 the person that's occupying the seat right now. We know what he's going to yep. do. What are you going to do? Well, I want to go down there, fight for lower taxes, bring jobs back to Illinois, and you know, and stand up to the corruption that's going on down there. Right. And, 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 and the 76 is a, is a big energy district, right? And, and I'm, yes, I'm sure you've seen a lot what's happening with the corruption with ComEd and all that. What are your thoughts about that? Well, we, we need to, so, something needs to be done. I, I don't believe in bailouts, you know, because the taxpayers end up paying for it. You know, we need to do something to save the, you know, the nu- nuclear plants that are in this district and even statewide because we depend our, our energy on it. You know, you look uh, last year, uh, Governor Pritzker tightened the regulations on the coal plants. Mm-hmm. And one of the coal plants in the 76th district got shut down because of that. We lost union jobs. These Mm -hmm. nuclear plants um, provide union jobs. They do. That, you know, Mike, you know, I have a lot of constituents are union. I'm union. Yeah. And and I am going to, you know, do everything I can do for union and non-union, for everybody you know, to to save our jobs here. Hey, so so I've been watching. I saw Beth... um, share a letter from something from the, your opponent. What was the letter about? And, and what was he, what, what was the letter trying to say? Was it about you or was it about the campaign, his campaign? 
No, it, it was a letter was against me. You know, it says I want to end funding for police to combat gangs. I oppose funding for police armor. I oppose police investigations and the sex crimes. I want the state police crime lab shut down. Is, now, is course, that all? Is that, is, is, that, is that really? Listen, I was with you at an event in LaSalle where it was a yeah. back to blue uh, event. So I know yeah, that's a complete I, and utter lie. Yeah, I, I've been to three back to blue, you know, rallies in the 76th district. You know, I want to defend the law enforcement. I don't want to defund them. Yeah, but um, you, and, you know, oh, go ahead. I, I'm starting to see a common thread with all of the people that are running that I think that may have an opportunity to take back those seats. They're using a lot of these different the same tactics that they've they continue they've used for years. You're running for a state position, but they're trying to make it appear as if you're you're going to touch the you know Medicare, Social Security. But here's a question: Are you running for a state seat or a con- congressional seat? Okay, you're running for a state seat, right? Mm. You're not running to be the next congressman in that area, right? Correct. Right, so you have no ability to affect that legislation whatsoever, correct? Correct. So if you if you're residing in the 76th legislative district, what you start, what you're seeing on the air is a complete and utter lie. Travis Breeden is not running to be a, con- a congressman. That's Adam Kinzinger. Adam Kinzinger is the congressman in that area, not Jason, not Travis Breeden. Get it together, and guess what? Go out and vote for Travis Breeden. Travis, where can people find you? How can they help? Uh, Bre- uh, uh, go on Facebook. Uh, look up Breeden for IL, uh, Breeden for Illinois. Um, Instagram, uh, um, like I said, Facebook, uh, BreedenforIllinois.com. Uh, you know, please, you know, go on Facebook, like my page, share it with everybody, because the truth, everybody needs to know the truth right. and of stuff I've never said. Go Travis, breeding for Illinois. <laughs> hey, thanks so much for joining Black and Right today, brother. You're welcome. Can't wait to go see work you hard on the cruise. Yes, sir. Go work right, hard, thank baby. You. Thanks so much. Thanks so much for um, joining us on that cruise. Share it, share it, share it. Travis Breeden, candidate for the 76th Legislative District. He's right. Yes. He do, do, um, do you see the common thread with all these people that are running? Yes. That because they know that for senior citizens and fear these mongering. issues are important to them. Fear so mongering. fear mongering. It goes up. I've seen it this election cycle unlike any time before, you know, COVID-19 and everything else. Um, outright lies and stuff that's not true that you can just literally Google or yeah. read the newspaper and find out it's not true. And they just speak as if it's the truth is fear mongering yeah but they, Plain they, they're banking on people not going to, do to go out search. and do their due diligence yeah. to find out if yeah. this is true or not because you know what people are busy yeah people have people have so many other things i got six kids i, I can't be you know way i do it for a living though because i do i'm on radio but if i wasn't yeah. I, don't, I wouldn't have time exactly right exactly i don't under and there's something about i don't know maybe successful is polling well or whatever but something even on the national level yeah Stoking fear that um, that Republicans want to take away health care. Of course. It's, it's Pre-existing conditions. It's ridiculous. Hey, you're listening to Black and Right on AM560 Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony. Hey, go follow me on Twitter and Facebook, at J. Anthony Speaks, at J. Anthony Speaks. You're listening live. And I got my boy, Tupac Shakur. We'll be right back. And now, more Black and White with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. 
Welcome back to Black and Right on AM560 The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with my main man, Tupac Shakur. I mean, Jay Shakur. <laughs> three Pac, Three Pac, Three Pac Shakur. All right, George, there you go. I'm, I'm here with Three Pac Shakur. Did I do it for you, George? No. <laughs> but, um, dude, we really, and, and, and I, I, I've, been, I've been told that I'm stupid, naive, dumb to think that Illinois can turn around. But we have to send people like Travis mm-hmm. and Laura who believe in fighting for the people. Mm-hmm. We've forgotten that. So many politicians go down there and they forget that. Yeah. It's, it's, it, it, I, I, I've been saying in a speech, and I, I hope President Trump picks this up one day. When did Somebody said, well, when did America become great? And then what, I, what I would do in my speech, I'd say, you know when America was great? Look to your left. Look to your right. America is great because of you. Not because of some policy. Mm-hmm. America, we are the greatest nation in the world because we have the greatest people. We have the greatest institutions. Exactly. That's what makes us great. Exactly. And you have an article from The Federalist that mm-hmm. I posted a couple of, um, I think when it first came out. Mm-hmm. It, it, that's not Molly Hemingway's article, is it? No, it's, uh, it's written by David Sound. Yeah. And he basically said that he's not. What? Go ahead and read the title. He says, I didn't vote for Trump in 2016, but I'd crawl over broken glass to vote for him now. And it was pretty big, pretty big article circulating all over social media. And I really believe, Jay, that mm-hmm. there are so many more people mm-hmm. that are out there like that. Because one thing that I'm learning going out to speak across the state, just the state of Illinois is there are a lot of people who are afraid to come out and say, mm-hmm. I'm voting for Trump mm-hmm. because they're afraid of the backlash. Yes. They're afraid of, of, of the, of what will happen, especially if they're business people. That's why a lot of business people don't, you know, vote in, in primaries because they don't want to be known as a Democrat or Republican mm-hmm. because they're afraid of the backlash. But this article, I'll cr- think about that. He'll crawl over broken glass mm-hmm. To vote for this president. Why Why do you think that's so? Um, he, he mentioned how, you know, he did not think Trump would be a true conservative. And I have to admit, when I when it was when it was becoming fiscally, ev- he's still not. Uh, yeah. I, I got some issues with a lot of his fiscal yeah, physically. I'm sorry. Fiscally, yes. Yeah. Um, but when, I can go back to when he was, you know, actually doing well in the primaries. And I was like, oh, he, this is serious here. And he talked about how he. Yeah, we understand that, that he's not as fiscally conservative but you know building pre-covid the, the yeah. strongest u.s economy economy in history yeah. um unemployment at all-time lows for all demographics um cutting re- regulation and taxes which i'm big on mm-hmm. um i think the, the smaller government the freer the people yeah and and the more money people have in their pocket the exactly. more that they know how to do exactly that's one of the reasons why i left the democrat party mm-hmm. i'm stupid i'm dumb i don't know how to live my life i don't know how to use my own money mm-hmm. The government does so. Yeah. You guys can they they can they can use they they know how best to use my our money. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I think that's. I don't see how people can think that that's true. Um, no one knows what to do with your money better than you do. Um, well, at least we will hope that to be true. Um, and he just goes down the list of why he why he's not. I, I, no, I'll continue. We continue the list. Um, he talks about eliminating the individual mandate in Obamacare. Um, not, you know, taking health care away from millions of people as the left likes to, to fear monger, rebuilding the military, nominating, confirming solid conservative circuit court judges. Now, stop right there. Mm-hmm. 
How many has he nominated? Uh, three. Three? Three Supreme Court Three Supreme Court justices, but this circuit court. Oh, circuit court, circuit. The other federal court. And the appeals. It's hundreds. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Oh, 200 is something. Yeah, it's 200 something circuit court and federal federal judges. But the three um, nominees to the Supreme Court, I think, is fantastic. Um, I think we should be looking for jurists to look at the Constitution Mm -hmm. for the Constitution's sake. Right. They're not policymakers. Right. They should not be policymakers. They want to be policymakers, they should be accountable to the people and be elected. Let's park it there for a minute. You've seen all of the Chuck, the Chucky Schumers and, you know, the Tricky Dicky Durbins. Mm-hmm. Can I say that? <laughs> <laughs> you see how up in arms they are yeah. about Trump mm-hmm. appointing Amy Coney, Coney Barrett. For one second, do you think that, you don't think for one second if they had the opportunity and it was reversed, mm-hmm. the Democrats had the presidency in the Senate, if they wouldn't appoint this person to sit on the Supreme Court because they do believe in what? Legislating yes. from the bench. Yes, which is stretch the Constitution. Yes. Completely antithetical to everything that the Constitution provides for. Um, and they would do the same thing if they were, if the roles, like you mentioned, the roles were switched. Um, so the hypocrisy there is astounding to me. Um, but so far, they haven't been able to lay a finger on her. Um, no crazy scandals or, so, yeah. uh, or anything. So I think this will be the third in the first term. No other yeah. president has ever had this first term, three Supreme Court justices and hundreds of federal judges appointed. It's going to be MAGA. Yes. yes. <laughs> Epic. Yes. Epic if he wins yes. a second term. Yes. Especially if he wins a second term and he wins the Senate, keep, maintains the Senate and wins the House. That's yes. why one of the ways we win the House I've, I've, like I told you, I've been around. Mm-hmm. Jeannie Ives, who's running in the 6th Congressional District, she has to win. Mm-hmm. Rodney Davis in the 13th Congressional District. I think it, it runs through Illinois. Mm-hmm. If we're able to take back the 6th, the 14th, maintain the 13th, I know we're going to maintain the 15th. If we're able to win those seats, flip those seats back to Republican. And Kim Kim Klasick in Baltimore, if she mm-hmm. can win, Joe Collins in yeah. Joe Collins in uh, in, uh, in California, in California against, is Maxine Waters. Maxine Waters. Can you imagine what that what that looks like? Yes, that would be amazing. It'll shock everybody. I mean, be amazing. Kim Klasick has been running, and I, I noticed. Did you notice Collins kind of bit off her? Yeah, they all are. Um, uh, she's leading. She's pioneering. When you pioneer, that's what happens. Um, they all are. Um, there's a guy in New York who's running the same type of style and going out, yeah. showing what's happening. Yeah. But 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 that but that's what you do. That's supposed, you rip the bandage su- off. You're supposed to do it. Yeah. That's what I loved about what President President um, Trump did uh, with um, Cummings. Mm-hmm. Was it Cummings? Right. And, yes. Well, yes. Yeah. He uh, ripped Baltimore. the ba- he ripped the bandage off and said, mm-hmm. "These places are slums, mm-hmm. and you're still voting for the same people, expecting a different result." That's why I stand with Ice Cube. Mm-hmm. People were saying, "Well, you know, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta come together, and we gotta make sure that the black voice is won." No, we don't. Mm-hmm. That's what's gotten us in trouble for so many decades now. Exactly. That's why you go on the West Side and the South Side of Chicago; they look, they look the same they did it since 1968. Exactly. Policy uh, it has become for many. It's they they're apathetic; they don't care. For others, personality has tr- uh, not you play on words have trumped. Yeah, policy, um, 
and not looking at the policy outcomes. Yeah. My biggest contention with the left is that the policies do not work. Yeah. I don't care that you're a Democrat. I don't care your party affiliation. I don't care how you speak to me or how you talk. Your policies do not work. And we have a track record of 30-plus years in cities like Chicago, right. Baltimore, New York. Can continue. We can go on and on. Every major city. So the burden of proof, the the body of proof is there mm-hmm. to see how some of these people who've been in these positions, Dingo in, in Detroit, I mean, and now his wife is there. Mm-hmm. When when you look at what's happening in our communities, mm-hmm. not just black, but brown too, mm-hmm. and 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 the same people that's host Jesus Salario, who's running in the fourth against Chewy Garcia, we got to make sure we we have to start opening up our our minds and hearts for these this type of. Of 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 political leadership, Mm -hmm. because if we don't, Illinois doesn't come back. Exactly, Illinois. Illinois. I remember when I was on the House floor, uh, Congressman Mike Boss. He told me I had thirty seconds to say my introduction. I was like, Illinois. (laughs) 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 I I made sure I, I I watch how I say Illinois now, but we have to get back to a point where we make Illinois great. Mm-hmm. And, and and the only way we do that is by electing people like Jeannie Ives uh, to go to Congress or electing people like Laura Curtis to go to uh, Springfield, mm-hmm. electing people like Judge McCluskey to, to be retained. Mm-hmm. This uh, it all matters. It does. Right. It does. It does. I think um, one of the biggest um, misconceptions or or tendencies, I should say, is that we just focus on the national elections. Um, who's the president, vice president, and that's it. I don't, you know, whoever else, I just I just yeah. go with whatever party I'm comfortable with. If it's a D, I'll just click it. If it's right. R, being open, as you mentioned, to that and, yeah. and going forward to go down ballot vote. Right. The, vi- the fight is on. Yes. Let's push back. Yes. Let's, let's send men and women who want to fight and believe that America is exceptional. Yes. I believe that. You listen in to Black and White on AM560. I'm your host, John Anthony. We talked to three percenter Craig Martin after the break. We'll be right back. This is Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back to Black and Right on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with my guy, Jay Shakur. I call him Tupac Shakur. What if you guys are related? I don't know. Maybe. You, have you, you haven't looked? I haven't looked, no. Oh, come on. Come on. Where's my come on, man? Come on, man. You ha- how, how do you not look to see if you're related to him? I don't know. I don't get into I'm not an ancestor. God. Ancestry.com. Well, that's how I found my dad. Really? Yeah. That 40 stuff year, works? 40, 40 years, never knew who my dad was, ever. Wow. Took the ancestry DNA test, found out that I'm not black and Puerto Rican, but I'm black and white. You see what I did there, George? Come on, George. You see what I did there? <laughs> you big dummy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it works. It works. Okay. He, he, I mean, he's no longer with us, but, okay. you know, we'll see. So I, I'm sure you've been seeing, have you been paying attention to what's going on with Kyle Rittenhouse? Uh, a little bit. I know he's not being, uh, I'm, correct me if I'm wrong, he's not being charged in Illinois. No. Um, but you remember what happened? <coughs> Excuse me. Water went down the wrong way. Sorry. The water went down the wrong way. No, I don't have Rona. Um, <laughs> do you remember um, the initial story that he took a rifle from his house, mm-hmm. drove across state lines, and did what he did? Yes. But he, you saw what happened. Yeah, he I shot, saw, yeah. what, three people, killed killed one or killed two? Uh, yeah. 
killed yeah. one, shot one. That wasn't one. the story. It wasn't. Wasn't the story. The first stories typically in those situations yeah. aren't the story. And you notice how these groups, you know, like our next guest, Craig Martin, who's a three percenter. You know how you notice how they always make these type of groups racist, white supremacists. Mm-hmm. You know, it's never it's never they can't just love the country. Mm-hmm. Craig Martin, welcome to Black and Right. Hey, thanks a lot for having me. So, Craig, Craig and them, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing amazing. How are you doing today, sir? <laughs> I'm doing well. So, I saw you when I was at the LaSalle, when I spoke at the LaSalle County Republican, what was that, Back to Blue Trump Parade, correct? Correct. And you and I talked, and I said, I got to get you on the show because, you know, so many people don't really understand groups like the Three Percenters. Uh, who are the Three Percenters? Well, it's pretty simple. Well, uh, a lot of the three percenters um, say, oh, it goes back to the Revolutionary War. It was said that 3% of the population actually took up arms against the British. Um, it's been disputed whether or not that's fully true on, on the, the, the percentage points, but that's what my group and that's what I stand for. Um, and we're a Port- uh, patriot organization that's trying to do patriot things. <laughs> that's what it all boils down to, man. It's networking. Um us doing our thing, uh, going to the back to blue rallies, we're making sure people get into from the parking lot to the to the actual uh, rally spot where they can actually wave their flags yeah. and getting home back to the parking lot the right way. So, well, one of my you know friends, so one of my friends, I don't, she didn't give me the permission to say who she was, but I was just with them at the uh, Genie's cigar event. I look mm-hmm. on her left um, shoulder; she has a three percent tattoo. And I looked at We are here, we are everywhere. <laughs> I said, I said, wait a minute, you can't be a three percenter because of who you are. She, she goes, yeah, I'm a three percenter. Speak to the three percenters, and, and it's not just white people, right? No, not at all, man. We come from all, all walks of life, man. We're your mechanics, we're your, your, your delivery drivers, your IT guys. We're, you know, there's... No matter what sexuality, what, what creed, what, what color, it, it, that doesn't matter. If you're a patriot mm-hmm. and you want to go out there and do patriot things, we want you. Yeah. And what we don't want, we don't want you going out to the extreme right. We're going with people that want to go on. Because we love the Constitution, first and foremost. We, we love the Constitution. We believe in the power of the vote. And, and we back the blue. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what being American is all about. Um, we're, we're not, we're dealing, we're dealing pretty heavily with, with a lot of different uh counter-protesters. Let's talk about Antifa, for instance. Antifa, those guys are terrorists. Yes. Exactly. And I don't think people really realize how embedded they are in the Chicagoland community. People think, oh, Chicago's yep. pretty quiet. You know why they're quiet? Because they're training people in Chicago to go other places. Yep. And yes. we're being we are being sanctioned by Facebook. So I came to the 3% group via Facebook. You know, when I saw wow. the application, I'm saying, oh, yeah, right. right. Why do you... The time, you know, why, why do did you... I do that? You're going <laughs> to... Hey, Craig, but, um, why do you think patriotism has, in much of uh, liberal thought and progressivism, why do you think that's become synonymous with being a white supremacist or a racist? You know what, I'll, I'll be honest, because what do you see when you when you look out there? I, I, we we commonly refer to some people that are out there, and, you know, they're, they're, saying, um, they're saying horrible things. Mm-hmm. Anybody can put a patch on and say they're a 3%er. Correct. Anybody can go to Amazon and buy that. So if you if you earn... Your three percent. I don't. I never bought a three percent anything until basically I, I actually was in a group and actually went out and and, and um, 
network with some people and went to a rally. Then I said, you know what? I need to identify myself. So I bought a shirt that <laughs> <laughs> had our group on it so we could identify it. So when people could reach out, hey, this guy's over here, he's throwing an egg at us or whatever the, <laughs> what the deal is. So there are, there are, there are, you know what? With any organization, there are people that are out there that are in it for the wrong reasons. And you have people that want to go and, and let's face it, there are extremists out there who want to overthrow a government. They want to take things to the extreme. And that's not what it's about. To me and my group and the people that I deal with and my network, you know, we're, 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 we're basically defensive only. What I mean by defense. So if we go to a rally, let's say, and we're, we see something that's, not, that's out of place, somebody's doing, so we're going to jot it down. We're going to call the police because there's always a cop watching us, which, which is great. You know, right. kudos to them. You know what I mean? They want to make sure keep things peaceful. So, but they can't catch everything. They can't see cars and tires getting slashed or, or, yeah. or cars being vandalized. Mm-hmm. So it's just extra eyes on the ground. Right. So, but and, and you have people that are. And we're talking with Craig Martin, who's a part of the Three Percenters Patriot Group. Um, Craig, so how, if if somebody wanted to come and become a part of the Three Percenters, is is there a place you direct them, or is there? A, how, how does one become a member of the group? Well, I'm a, I'm, I'm the executive officer, officer. I never really wanted to be that, but I got a cut put in that situation. I'm real <laughs> big on the grassroots movement. <laughs> but um, yeah, we, we we got an email. It's called uh, Three for Illinois. It's T H R E E T E R I L at gmail dot com. Okay, and and if you could put that on on my black and right Facebook page, and Craig Craig Martin uh, from the Three Percenters. I, I you know you and I we've known each other for a very long time. Uh, I've never right. known you to be a racist, so that's why I I wanted you to come on. And clear and make and clear that up about your your group and your organization. So thanks so much for joining Black and Right. All right, thank you. All right, you're listening to Black and Right on AM five sixty The Answer. I'm your host John Anthony, live in studio with Tupac Shakur. We'll be right back. This is Black and Right with John Anthony on AM five sixty The Answer. Welcome back to Black and Right. Can we just play that out a little bit more, George? Come on, guys. If you're in your car, come on, jam out to this. Come on. Hey! <laughs> if you're watching the Facebook Live, just jam out with us. Ow! I love my JB, man. Hey, you listening to Black and Right on AM560 The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony. Joined in studio live with my good man, 3 Pac Shakura. <laughs> <laughs> See? See that? Okay. Now, I did it, and I get the little golf clap. I should have gotten an excited clap or something from that, George. Not no little golf clap. Come on, Hoff Dad. hat I ever saw. Well, you buy a hat like this, I'll bet you get a free bowl of soup, huh? Oh, it looks good on you, though. <laughs> oh, whatever. <laughs> There's your golf clap. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. But, um, Jay, when you look at... Did you see the Savannah Guthrie town hall with President yes. Trump? Yes, I saw. And did you watch the one with Biden? I watched clips. I, I couldn't stomach. They were night and day. Yeah, they were. He debated her. Yeah. But his but he was spot on. He he was on his game that night though. He was. He was on that game. But why do they keep asking this white supremacy? question because it's an election year it, yes um you know i've seen a pattern every election year even being you know uh the midterm election this narrative of race it bubbles up and it becomes the, the topic which is why you wrote the book yeah which because is it is a fetish yeah, it is. i mean it's 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 
I, I, I did an interview with Jeff Berkowitz two, three weeks ago now, maybe. And I said, I got a lot of pushback for it because I said this. I don't think America is a racist country as a whole the way it used to be. I agree. I do believe we have racists and racism that still resides in our country. Mm-hmm. But I, as, as a nation overall, I don't believe it's a racist country. How does a racist country vote for, no, no matter who, you know, Ados, they don't believe he was black, but you vote for uh, uh, President Barack Obama twice to become the leader of the free world. How? Um, I, it makes no sense to me. Um, and to the, the, the honest truth is Obama could not be president without white people supporting Correct. him. Um, and so to not only elect him once, but elect him twice, it, it boggles my mind. Yes. And then to look at how some of those same voters who voted not only in 08, but in 2012 for Obama, turn around and vote for Trump in 2016. Yeah. Uh, it, you, it, the logic, which there is none there, the thought pattern breaks down that, you know, this is a racist country that wants to, to demean a whole black people back or yeah. minorities back. And the thing about it is, I agree, we're not a racist country like right. we used to be. Right. It's not institutionalized. There aren't laws on the books anymore. However, there will always be those racists because yeah. um, we're a country of human beings, not angels. So, so my buddy Cashley Kelly, he's, mm-hmm. I, we call him KLK. Anthony Russo, well, oh, my buddy Anthony calls him KLK. Um, he speaks a lot to this. And so much so, though, he is he's getting ready to take over the country, in my belief. I mean, he's getting ready to just go everywhere because people mm-hmm. want to hear the message that he's out there speaking. Mm-hmm. He came up on the show. He co-hosted the show with me. We then went down to um, Chicago. Mm-hmm. This brother stood out there with, with Deontay Johnson. I don't know if you know, Black Conservative yeah. Federation president. Um, shout out to my boy Deontay, who's doing great things. I think he's in Philly right now. Shout out Deontay. Um, but they went out there and spoke in the hood, mm-hmm. was changing hearts and minds of people of why they. Uh, of, I mean, will they go out and vote? Nobody knows. But yet and still, they were out there. They, and then a couple of weeks ago, they were out registering people to vote. Mm-hmm. Dude, that's how you change it, right? Exactly. Uh, I think. The cult, there's a cultural problem in black America, yes. You deal with that by speaking directly to the culture. The left, sad to say, has won the culture war up until this point, and that's changing. Yeah. Obviously, they see that, and hence, you know, uh, Joe Biden sitting up there with Cardi B. But has Trump been, how, how, how has Trump been influential in sh- shifting the tides with that? Because he, I think he was, a, he was a cultural figure before. A lot of people don't want to admit it. The talking heads don't want to admit it. But he was—he had infiltrated culture before, prior to be ever running for president. He ran for president, and you know they hit you with the racist white supremacy lies. But he ran for president, and because he's not the typical politician that says everything right, that gets every dots all eyes and, t- and crosses all t's. Because of that, he was able to to attack culture and hit them at culture, yeah. and that's making inroads. Yeah, and and I, and I think he's now matching policy with culture especially with the platinum plan mm-hmm. i think that's I, it, should he win the second term i think that platinum plan is going to help push the policy to push totally and agree. uplift and change the culture totally agree i do think that we'll see time will tell right time will tell hey tony verlan hold the line i'll take you guys after the break you listening to black and right on AM560 Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony. Go get those cruise tickets, 560theanswer.com slash cruise. I'm here with my boy, 3Pop Shakur. We'll be right back.
This is Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back to Black and Right on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with Repock Shakur, my buddy Jay Shakur. <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to do it, man. I'm sorry. I love it. You having fun? I am. You sure? It's been amazing. All right. Amazing. Hey, Tony from Chicago, what's going on, buddy? Can you hear me? I can hear you, buddy. Hey, there. Okay. Hey, real quick. Um, you guys brought up about voting down down ballot. That is so important. I think uh, Dick Durbin is running scared right now because he's got a three-way race between yep. Mark Turing and Willie Wilson. And he's really hitting on Willie Wilson. Yep. And I don't understand why people don't accuse um, Dick Durbin of being a racist for attacking Willie Wilson. Yeah. I mean, they should... They got to play the games. I mean, this is what I'm always saying. And your guest is hitting it right on target. And that is, uh, it's all about culture. Yes. It is all about culture. Yeah. And you have got to play on people's emotions. That That is the only way you're going to win from this point on. Yeah. So, you know, just go for it. Uh, vote straight Republican. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not a fan of Republicans, but it's, they're <laughs> better than Democrats at this point. So. That's all there is. Great guest, by the way. Hey, thanks so much, Tony. Thanks for calling Black and Right. Thanks for calling, sir. Uh-oh. Here comes the Troublemaker. Troublemaker, what's going on? What's up, John Anthony, and how you doing, Mr. Shakur? How are you, uh, sir? First off, I'm, I'm doing fine. First off, um, since I just heard Tony talk, I want to answer his question, then I got something to say. The reason why they won't <laughs> attack Dick Durbin for uh, Willie Wilson being, you know, saying that he's racist and, and things like that, because... A uh, racist for being against Willie Wilson is because Willie Wilson was friendly with Donald Trump. Uh-oh. So that's that's taken off the table. Yep. That's the that's that's the problem. Yep. Now what I have to say is, you know what? Donald Trump has been asked this white supremacy question over almost two hundred times since he won being president. But a man that has truly co- uh, covered up to racists like Fritz Hollins, like Richard Russell, and Robert Byrd, a Ku Klux Klan member that was his mentor and friend, Joe Biden hasn't been asked this question one time. Not once. Not once. Not once. Think about that. A person that that was truly a segregationist at heart hasn't been asked that question one time. We need to uh, fight back against this false narrative that's being saddled on our president. That's right. Hey, Valon, you want to come in next week? Come in. Come on in next week. Let's, Let's have a good time. I'll be there. All right, brother. Thanks so much for calling. All right, brother. All right. Hey, Jay. Yes, sir. That's pretty much the show. You got any? Give Give me forty five seconds of you want to let people know how to find you. The Blexit. The okay. hey, if you haven't gone and joined the, is it Blexit Illinois or Illinois Blexit? Blexit Illinois. Go follow the page right now. Go ahead and tell the people where Blexit to find Illinois you. on all social media channels: Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can find us there. Um, as well, if you want to find anything about the Blex organization in general, go to BlexitFoundation.org. You can join a chapter there. Uh, I, we're in over uh, 20 states now um, and growing every day. Obviously, goes to get to all 50 states. Personally, for me, you can find me online at Jay Shakur. I am Jay Shakur on Twitter. I am Jay Shakur on Instagram, Jay Juan Shakur. On Facebook, JayShakurShow.com is where you can find all information concerning me. And the book. And the book, The Race Fetish. Where can they find it? Um, on Amazon. Yeah. Available on Amazon. Print hey, and ebook. Go out and get those live on Lake Michigan boat tickets. 560theanswer.com slash cruise. Don't you guys want to come out and have a good time with me live on Lake Michigan? I know you do. It's a live show on Lake Michigan. Hopefully if the weather's, as long as the weather isn't bad, we're going to 
go out onto the Lake Michigan, and we're going to be doing a live show cruising. Who doesn't want to join that? This should be really fun. 560theanswer.com slash cruise. Go get your tickets right now before they sell out. They are moving fast. So go get your tickets before they sell out. You know, I want to thank all my guests today. Uh, I want to thank my three Pac Shakur for coming in as a guest co-host. Thank you for having um, me. You know, to, to my brothers and sisters out there who have walked away from the liberal left, you're not wrong or you're not alone. Keep the faith and know that it's more than okay to be black and right. See you next week. Tupac, thanks so much. Thanks for having me. Hop Daddy. You're fired. (laughs) (laughs) You're the man. Peace out.